connected and we are live. Welcome back to Mindful Social. This is the first chat that I've done in a little over a month. My voice is pretty much back and you know, I'm raring to go. And I really am excited about having Kylie Slavic on the show this time because she's really got some great ideas. And it's all about, you know, driving traffic. And instead of thinking of driving traffic as push, 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 got to get the sale, got to get the sale. She's more about telling the story. And that buys right into what we believe about mindful social. So Kylie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thank you for having me on, first of all. And thanks everyone for being here and listening to what we have to say about stories. Yeah, so, I, so I've so i been behind the scenes of some really big coaching and internet marketing brands for the last seven years, probably most notably the Gina DeVee coaching company. But I've, I've worked with everyone from Kendall Summerhawk to Max Simon, just a lot of, so I've pretty much done everything there is to do in internet marketing, except for the tech. I've done copy, I've done, you know, traffic, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, putting funnels together, conversion optimization, all that sort of geeky stuff. And what I and, and I also managed a lot of launches and a lot of affiliate programs as well. And what I discovered, because usually what would happen in these companies is that I would be put into a teaching role as well with the clients. And people couldn't duplicate what I was doing. Mm until I started to teach the story aspect and how that I'll tell you a little bit about how that happened. And then, you know, we'll just talk about whatever you feel like people need to hear about today. But I, I, I managed a launch with one of those companies and we created a, a funnel that everybody, a lot of the big time gurus thought was a little funky and they, they were like, eh, you know, like, <laughs> Nobody's not how we do things. Yeah, like like <laughs> nobody's going to watch that many videos and they're too long and blah, blah. But never underestimate the power of like women doing things the, the way they want to do it. Right. And not following any template or, you know, formula. So this was primarily a female audience and they loved every minute of every video. It was the launch probably the launch sequence probably had over two hours of video and the statistics oh. showed us that people were really watching it it was crazy anyways we ended up doing 2.5 million dollars in sales and in that launch in a way that everybody said was crazy and as far as i know for women's coaching that was definitely one of the biggest launches in in our industry and i did some market research i was running the facebook ads and running the affiliate program so i was i i did all the lead gen for that entire launch and basically I was just telling stories with the ads. I had no idea how to do Facebook ads. And when I look at my screenshots of the statistics from back then, I'm like, I look at the stats and I'm like, it's so clear that I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but we were we were making $10,000 sales to cold traffic, like it was nothing, it was crazy. Mm. And so I reverse engineered it and I realized, okay, what I did with this ad copy was I wrote really long stories and then on the back end, she told really long stories. And I did some market research to reverse engineer why did we get these results. And nine women out of 10 told me we didn't care about the product, we didn't care about the program. We really saw ourselves in the story and we wanted to be a part of it. And those were like, I had already suspected that, but that was just verbatim. 
what what we discovered and so that's so I've done everything there, there is to do in online marketing but the tech but that's why story is the only thing that I'm teaching these days um I I had the best results from it personally and people duplicate the best from it as well mm. so those longer video sets are becoming more popular Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're seeing people doing longer videos where in the past it was really, hey, keep that video short because nobody cares what you say. Mm -hmm. And was that because nobody cared what you said, literally, that your story wasn't getting across enough that people would stick around for it? And that when you actually have a really great story, mm -hmm. they'll stick around for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you brought that point up. And the funniest thing happened this week. I, I sent out an email to my list with talking about sort of a similar thing about how you really need to be telling your story and this is why and this guy who's like a long time internet marketer very very much more successful than me wrote back and said you know you're you have a good personality and you're kind of pretty so do you think it only works for you or do you think do you think anybody can tell their story and i was like mm. i was like here's the thing Here's the, th I was like, thanks for the compliment, but here's the thing. The story is never about me. It's always about you. If I make the mistake of thinking the story is about me, then I've lost the opportunity. And I've, re right. I've recently been really pounding this point because when I started teaching story a lot, like I have a lot of free materials. And so if people aren't actually working with me in that one-on-one -on -one capacity, then they might take something out of context because I do have a lot of free story courses floating around out there. And so a lot of times the people that don't work with me one-on-one, -on -one, but they, but they get their hands on some of the material, they'll come to me and say, you know, you said, tell your story and it would work and it didn't. And so, like, so I usually say, well, let me see what you put out there and then I'll see it. And I say to them, look, like that's for your therapist. That's for like girls. <laughs> like that's for like girls night at the bowling alley with some beer. You know, like this isn't mm. this isn't what you this isn't business storytelling at all. And and how I make that distinction is that most people understand this idea that we need to be vulnerable in our storytelling. But that's not it. Like that's not where you stop. That's one piece of it. That's important. You know, empathy, vulnerability. But the most effective way to tell stories are really thinking about what your audience is struggling with and and how can your stories act as a coach to coach them through those problems into making empowered decisions for themselves. Now that's how the selling happens. People people mm -hmm. buy because they realize that and this is actually this idea is something that was first introduced to me by a book called Winning the Story Wars, which changed everything about my business life. And and what he says is that people should buy from you because they think that through buying, they are engaging with their higher level values. Mm, their higher level personal values. Right. And so how you do that is you use your story as an opportunity to, to share those values, to coach people through their fears, their objections. And, and so I'll, I'll give you an example I, of what it means for the story not to be about me, but to be about my audience. And because that's just something that I'm this is like one of the things I'm really, really talking about a lot right now. 
I, I did a webinar one time and I was sharing about that Facebook ad campaign and I, and I said to them, look, I've generated millions of dollars from my story-based Facebook ads, but here's the thing. The first time that I made a Facebook ad, I didn't know how to resize an image and I was crying because every time I'm very untechy, like plugging in the computer, you know, my mom will be like, don't forget to shut down your computer kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why? I have so many files open, you know, like, so I, so it's a funny thing that I own this online business because I will literally go, you know, I need this app. What do I do? Like I'm that girl. right? So, like, so I, so I shared the story on a webinar and I was like, I didn't know how to resize a photo. Writing the copy was no problem for me because I know how to connect with people really deeply. Mm -hmm. Resizing the photo was like, like a meltdown and getting it to be just the right size for the ad for the right hand column and the newsfeed and all these different things. And then, and then I found out the hard way in my first week of doing Facebook ads that, that you can't save your work. So you can't just walk away and go on a walk and come back an hour later because it won't be there. And so I was like, Oh, no. so I, so I was learning all this on the job and, and then mm -hmm. that same week we were able to turn $575 into $67,500, my first campaign. And it was like a two week thing. I think we were spending $50 a day. So 10, 10, 11 days. And, and I do have a screenshot in case anyone's rolling their eyes and falling off their chair right now. I, I mean, that really did happen. And I had no idea that that was abnormal because I had no idea what I was doing. You know, <laughs> like, mm. I was just like, so anyways, I, sh I share this idea, not because it means anything to me. It does. I don't even think about that time in my life anymore, but more people told me that they bought my program, which wasn't even a Facebook ads program. It was a launch program. More people told me that they bought that program because of that story, because that story was in service to my audience. It was very strategically placed there for people who feel like I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Because if a girl who can't even download an app onto her phone without pulling some of these hairs out of my head can, can make money with Facebook ads, anyone can do it, right? And a lot of people try to tell that story like, oh, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, a construction worker from Detroit, like we hear that stuff a lot. That's not enough. Like they need to know your failures. They need to know what was against you. Like what what, what were the odds that were not in your favor? Mm -hmm. um, because it gives it, because when we think about what is our audience belief system, it's that if you have a certain level of success, it can't be replicated. It's special. It's this, it's that. And, and I, and I use that sort to show them, in fact,